Why are you gonna hit me? Hit! Yep. Why are you gonna hit me? I wonder why. I don't know. Why why would I wanna hit you? I don't know. Why are you gonna hit me? Why do you think I'm gonna hit you? I don't know. Because you got someone stuck in my head, Amber. Which one? <laughs> there are you, options. Why don't you just sing to the lovely people who are listening to this? I'm a little teacup. You guys, I don't know how I've made it. <laughs> Over 13 episodes, technically. I don't know how many we like, what? We're probably like around almost 20 episodes. She's just crazy. You already made that, though. I did. How long have you known me for? About two years. Okay, so. And it's two years. How long did it take you to figure that one out? About a year. Took you a whole year? Took me a whole year. Took you a year? Yeah. A year. I don't know how long it took me. Child, you are dumb. Yeah, I thought this was the whole relationship. (laughs) I'm dumb. You're stupid. Like, what have we been doing this whole time? Going on tangents? Okay, that's fair. You're in charge of the remote this episode. Oh, I'm going to be in charge of the remote this episode. Yeah, but I'm comfy. So you're in charge of the remote this episode. Fine. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome to Cheers to the Mouse. I'm Amber. I'm Kiki. And we are on our next, we're on our Star Wars journey, which means we are now entering the next movie, which is episode five. And Kiki wants to kill me even more. Yes, I am so tired, you guys. I'm like <laughs> sick of these movies. Like, but we have one more to go before she gets a break. Before I can go to sleep, she's keeping me trapped. I'm being tortured, you guys. Save me! No, I'm joking. Wait, wait, guys, guys. Anyway, remember, I get to do the editing. So, <laughs> Let's hope she any distress out. messages, <laughs> in all sincerity, do not get through. I mean, I could also edit though too, so I could just come. But if I delete it from all the files, then it just doesn't happen. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. Okay. Anyway, so I'm gonna tell you right now, first impressions of this. It did not keep my attention. I'll say this: the other movies at least kept my attention. There's so much fighting. I felt like this movie just had no direction. I honestly felt that. All we had was a bunch of ducking fighting, like we always do, and the plot just wasn't there, you know? And to be fair, this is my least favorite out of all the Star Wars movies. Why don't you tell us why? Well, we'll get to it as we go through the plot. Okay, so let's... And so, I will not be defending it as valiantly as (laughs) I've been defending most of the movies. (laughs) So, don't hate us for hating yeah, you guys are tired. And it's currently 10 o'clock. 10 ish. It's not too bad. No, it's not. But we have like probably an hour of an episode to record because usually we take an hour or more. Or more. Um, depends on how fast we go through the plot and um, how much we rant. Yeah. And so we're probably not going to go to bed till at least one. Which isn't too bad. No. But I'd rather not. I'd rather not deal with it anymore. But I'm going to get to the last one. I'm going to do it. You're going to make it. Yes. So let's start off. Um, we start off with the usual thing for Star Wars, which is the words in the sky. 
to let everyone know what's going on. Um, Kiki did a wonderful rendition of this as always. Yes, I'm so glad she did not record it. <laughs> Sign her up for Juilliard. I am fully committed. Please, no. Please, no. I don't even want to think about how tough that actually is. They'll squash me like a bug. Don't worry, I'll record your progress the whole way through. <laughs> okay, first thing we see is something crashing on this planet. Icy planet. Hoth. Yes. Hoth. Where the rebels are hiding out. Yep, it's something it seems like from the Imperial sh ships. Sorry, Destroyer. Thank you. You're welcome. See, she's going to get all the technical terms. Sometimes. <laughs> Next, we cut to Luke, who is kind of roaming around. And we know this Luke. This is Luke because he reveals his face. His face is cover up. He's in snow. He reveals his face and he hits it's back. extremely cold. Yes. But we gotta reveal who we're talking about, so we take it off for a little bit. Yes. And it's Luke Skywalker, who is in contact with Hans. Um, I don't know what Hans? Han? Han? Han Han? I don't know what his goal is at the moment. I guess you're checking They're the checking out for life forms, and they're also setting up sensors and so, to make kind of a security perimeter. And so something happens. Because something always happens. That's the whole point. And it seems like Luke and his little animal is knocked out. And Luke's dragged away. By this creature. abominable snowman looking creature. Yes. Um, so then we cut to the... Which I have to face. say, I understand that we're on the snow. But could we have been a little bit more creative? No. In our snow monster, please? No. So we leave Luke being pulled away. And we come to Han. Who, uh, He's getting ready to leave. Yes, because you know how Han is. He's sick and tired of it. He's ready well, to go. To be fair, he does have a bounty on his head and he needs to pay off Java. <laughs> he should have been dead then. Um, but obviously we sense tension between Han and Leia. What type of tension? Sexual? Annoyance? Who could say? <laughs> I think Han certainly thinks it's one or more than the other. <laughs> Leia, on the other hand, seems to just think Han is quite annoying. Yes. Yes. But he's a natural born leader. She will give him credit for that. And she wants him to stay, not because she likes him, but because they need him. Yes. Not her. They. They. The but Han thinks is way more than that and teases her. Of course. A lot. Yeah. So we leave Han and Leia and kind of cut to our favorite. Um, robots, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, who are contacting Han because he's ignoring Leia. Leia. Mm -hmm. And not a smart move, but no. you know, especially considering Leia is concerned the fact that Luke seems to be gone and no one knows where he is. Yes. And so, of course, who does she want to send out? But Han, who else? Well, she doesn't necessarily want to send him out. He just volunteers himself to be sent out. But why else would she be trying to contact him, but kind of subconsciously be all like, go find him? Well, I think she's hoping he knows where he is and why he's not shown up yet. Okay, that's fair. That's true. Because she does seem a little concerned when he also of course, goes out in the freezing, cold, dying planet of Hoth. Yep. So Han makes a decision to go look for Luke and... We cut to Luke and see where he is. He's currently hanging upside down in the cave of a monster. A monster who seems to be eating his ride back to the base. Yeah. Hmm. Tragic. 
very tragic. Um, Star Wars is not always the nicest to the animals. The nicest to anyone. That's true. <laughs> but we don't have human warnings, but we sometimes have to do like animal warnings, okay? Um, Luke luckily escapes as he does. Of course he does. I think the lightsaber's kind of far away though, Kiki. But he uses the force. <laughs> he pulls up Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> or Anakin. No, we're claiming oh, that's an Obi Wan move. <laughs> because he did it first in the movies. That's true. Um, you know, we briefly see Han looking for Luke. Luke is escaping, although it's starting to get pretty nasty outside. Definitely, and Luke doesn't seem to be in the best conditions. A little hurt. Um, but we cut back to our favorite androids, and, you know, they're just bantering. Like R2 is worried about Luke. Of course he is, and C-3PO is trying to be reassuring unsuccessfully. Yep. We go back to Luke and Han. It seems like a lot of back and forth. And what do you know? Han finds Luke. Of course he does. Magically? Yes. And it's kind of cold out there, so Han is trying to figure out like, oh, how good. are we going to survive in the freezing cold until I get the shelter up. Exactly. But before that, we cut back to Leia. And Leia is very worried about her boys. Yeah. <laughs> They're not back yet. No. Um, huh, should have been back by now. Definitely. And the chances of surviving out there, according to C3PO, or according to R2D2, is 1 in 573. But, but, C3PO tells us they faced worse odds before. And sometimes R2D2 is wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. You know, he's been known to make some mistakes. Kind of. Has he? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but our boys. They're the protagonists. Of course, they have to survive. Come on. Yes. Yeah, Think about how different the movie would be if it <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we're cutting back. 15 minutes into the movie. Hi, I'm going to die. Enjoy the rest of the series. Yes. Anyway, we'll cut back to Luke. And Luke is kind of getting a vision. Or basically. A message from the dead of everyone Kenobi. Or Ben, as he refers him to. And Ben is telling him, you need to go learn from Master Yoda, so go to this star system. I do find it interesting that he does refer to him as Ben Kenobi. I get that it's because... He only knows him as Ben. Yeah. And I don't think he didn't grow up knowing stories of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. So, but... I just... Obi-Wan! <laughs> I know what you mean. Anyway, finally, like you said, Han finds Luke. And he finds a way to keep him warm, too. And that's by... His ride dies in the cold, and so he cuts it open and sticks Luke inside. Which is very smart. And we just hear Luke mumbling and mumbling about Obi-Wan and Ben and his grumbling about how bad it smells. Because <laughs> apparently they smell even worse on the inside than they did on the outside. Yes. Luckily, though, the next morning comes and Han and Luke are found. Thank God. We see Luke cleaned up and... Which... I hate to be a plot armor stickler, but how the duck are they found? I don't know. He says something about finding life forms. Maybe they have like a. I mean, yeah, they have life form like trackers and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're on like a planet. I feel like it should be a little harder to find them than it's. 
don't know. Maybe they've like traded beings. Maybe they've cleared out a good bit, or maybe there's just not as many monsters as you would think on the planet, just because of the harsh conditions. I mean, they do say there's not a lot of creatures or anything. Yeah. So it's just like I feel like it would be easy. There should be the only one out there, or at least maybe the, we don't know. The other ships could have picked up other life forms and checked them out. Yeah, so. I guess. A word according to a droid, I would definitely pay attention to. Definitely. Especially C-3PO. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be fun to like just see it and then his mind gets wiped. And then... Anyway, we go oh, back... My dad does have the book written by the guy who plays C-3PO. Oh. That I want to read one day when I get a chance. That'd be cool. But there's a thing called college that gets in the way. <laughs> college. Of- Lots of things in life, believe it or not. No way. I know, right? Um, anyway. So it's like, that's why we were binging on these movies. <laughs> anyway, we cut back to the Millennium Falcon and the crew. They're still dealing with their problem and trying to escape. Or not escape, but they're trying to survive. Except this... Prepare the ship, I think. This time, something seems to be happening. Between Leia and Han. Yeah. It's a very... It's a very situation we've seen before between Padme and Anakin. Yes. And it ends the same way. Mm-hmm. Although, the... to be fair, we're not in anyone else's closet this time around. No. But uh, it ends with lips on lips. and Then someone interrupts, except this time it's C-3PO. No, you're thinking of... Um, I'm thinking of Han and Kira. Uh, Kira. Yes. So in Solo. This time he did a little better. He did a little better. It wasn't in the closet. You're right about that. Although it's on the same ship. So okay. I don't know if he gets any points for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, after the kiss of C-3PO um, does that, um, interrupts as we cut to Darth Vader, who is looking for that damn Shit. Millennial Falcon. And he is not happy. Would you be happy? No. 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 Although I'm not sure I would risk my whole fleet in an asteroid belt to get the ship. No. But then we see Lord Vader contact his his master. Yes. Uh, the Chancellor, who is telling him, hey, hey, we need Luke. Or we need him dead. Yes. Luke has to join the for- uh, join our side because the Force is great with that one. You know, Luke Skywalker. Um, Son of Anakin Skywalker. Which I find Yes. How can that be? I have no doubt this boy is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Can I just say, I understand. Amber, me and Amber kind of touched on it earlier. She was like, you know, he probably does have to disassociate Anakin and Darth Vader. But still, to me, it just seems a little weird the way he says it. <laughs> the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker is just right in front of you, like... And even when he's talking, the Emperor makes an effort to always address it as Anakin yeah. versus him Lord currently Vader. as Lord Vader. Mm-hmm. And I'm just speculating, but my personal theory of the moment is that he's doing that as an attempt to cause a dissociation between who he was and who he is at the moment. Because Anakin Skywalker should have died in that fight with Obi-Wan. Yes, and now he is Lord Vader. Exactly. And there's no going back from that. Well, not that he wants to go back from that. There's ways to go back from that. Anyway, 
Lord Sidious is just telling Darth Vader, basically saying, recruit young Skywalker. Or kill him. That's it. Because he will destroy us. And once again, speak of the devil and he shall appear. We cut back to the offspring of Anakin, who seems to be in this little huddle. Are you really going to call Skywalker the devil? I said the offspring of Anakin. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but you introduced it with Speak of the Devil. Oh, no. I was, you know the saying. I you know, know saying. I said it earlier, too. Yeah, I, it just, it, it struck me really funny. That I referred to Luke as like, the devil. Speak of the devil. And not, you shut up here. And not Darth Vader. Yeah. I don't know if the delirium set in yet. This whole podcast of delirium, but uh, <laughs> guys, the delirium said it a couple of days ago. It's okay. A couple of days ago, I think a couple of months ago. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, we cut back to Luke, and he's with this the green guy from before, who's telling him, "Hey, be patient. Eat. You need to eat." Luke is just it's like lunchtime for the Jedi too. Yeah, Luke is just like okay, whatever. Luke's super impatient. Yes, Luke is such a jerk. Luke. Oh is like his goodness. father. Luke is his father's son. Yes, he very much is. So, but he is such like I get being that to, he's under a time crunch right now. But he's not under that much of a time crunch. I mean, he's in the middle of a war. Yeah, but he doesn't have to be rude. It's you're never in under enough time crunch to be rude. You can always be nice. You can be nice and hurrying, but you can be nice. Yes. So. And so I just, I don't appreciate how rude they made him. Yeah. And I feel like it's a very sudden departure of well, character. Here's the thing. I feel like everyone he's interacted with has been his family, has been a pretty girl. Han. Well, I feel like he's, this isn't really far off from how he interacts with Han. He's not this bad to Han. No, he's not this bad, but he's still, he's not like. He's not 100% welcoming to Han, but he's not this, this bad, openly. Bad. Disrespect. Like, I guess it's because I know it's Yoda that it rubs me so badly the wrong way. Yes, you know he's being the rude waitress right now. But it's so bad, and I really do not like it at all. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I think it's kind of like episode two where I'm turned off on Anakin in a lot of ways by his personality and the way his character behaves. Yeah. That happens to me but in maybe this episode for Luke. Maybe they were just showing us, though, the connection. I guess. Between the two. Anyway, we see Yoda kind of talking to himself. Well, or, is he talking to himself or is he talking to the disembodied voice of Ben Kenobi? I think he is. I think Luke kind of hears him. And basically, Luke figures it out. <laughs> You're Yoda! You're Yoda. And then his attitude does a complete Wait, 360. 180. No. 180. 180. 360, you end up back in the same <laughs> <laughs> 360, and I think Yoda might legitimately just start whacking him upside the head with a stick. I mean, is that really a bad thing? I feel like no, I think he deserves it. They did that with Anakin more, maybe. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway. He's like, he's not really ready, and Luke's like, I am ready, and Yoda's like, You're reckless! Yes. I've been training Jedi for 800 years. 
I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to decide who's ready and yes. who's not. Yes, yes. And then Yoda's just arguing back and forth with Obi-Wan. He's like, oh, he's reckless. And Obi-Wan's like, so was I. And he's like, he's too old. And Luke's like, I'm ready. I've already learned so much. And basically, in the end, Luke and Obi-Wan convince Yoda to train him. Yes. Uh, of course, we cut back to the Millennium Falcon. and Which, before we go to that, there's a bit about... I don't know if it's we just meet Obi Wan after he's grown out of that face. What? But he doesn't seem as reckless as he seems to be arguing. Look for himself. I don't know about you, but jumping out of a window seems pretty reckless to me. Yeah, but most of the time, though, he's very by the book. But here's the thing, too. We have entered stage where he's, they, the council film is sure enough to give him a Padawan. So, of course, he's out of that. Well, I'm also thinking when he was with Qui-Gon. Yeah. He was the by the book person versus <gasps> Qui-Gon, who was, I'm going to take on this Padawan, and he's like, the council's not going to go for that. Uh, you well, also though, the council more he was stuff. still at the end of his thing enough to where Qui Gon yeah. felt like he could take on another Padawan, and he didn't need to train him anymore. Yeah, and so that's why I'm kind of mixed on that part mm-hmm. because I'm just we, not still, sure we, we still we still see, see it. Yeah, we still we don't know how he was growing up. We don't know how he was when he was Luke's age at sixteen. Yeah. Wait, not sixteen, twenty. Is he saying he's 16? Luke is 20. Okay. Although he looks well, he's 16. He's 19 or 20. He, he looks 16. Oh, he's more than that now because he was 19 or 21 New Hope happens. So he's closer to 2021. I, I hope so because Leia has to be 2021 and Han is at least 33, 34. Okay, that's not bad. Well, I mean, it's we don't mind game age gaps. We don't, but sometimes it can't be too great. But... <laughs> We digress. I just, I get, I just, I don't see those characteristics in Obi Wan. A lot of ways. But by the time we meet him, he's already in his twenties, late twenties. I'm thinking. But Luke's in his twenties. Well, yeah, but Luke wasn't also trained, so I'm thinking more. Luke yeah. didn't have this need to be a Jedi. Obi Wan was growing up as a Jedi, and he was like, "I'm a Jedi. I'm going to be arrogant, like hot, kind of like." Anakin kind of was when he was in his 20s. Yeah, I guess. So, you know. It's just, I find it odd that he's so much, everyone's so much like, it's how I was, and it's, we never see that. Yeah, unless, they, they, unless it's thinking preteens. Yeah, when they went back into the prequels, they never actually would. But how far back did they go? Show. Well, it that's was, what I wonder. Yeah, like we said, like I said, we still caught him at the end where, where, Qui-Gon was like, hey, he's well enough to be a Jedi Master Knight. But is he saying that because he's 100% convinced he is or because he wants to take on Anakin? So I think it's both. I think he's life. honestly felt like he, because I don't think Qui-Gon would have done that, even if he did want to take on Anakin. Yeah. I don't think he would have just threw his apprentice down a well. I don't think he would have threw his apprentice down a well like that just to pick up another Padawan that he thinks is... yeah. So more special. Yeah. Cause that can start reserving hatred. I don't care how well into your emotions you are. Entombment. Entombment well, is the key to the Jedi way. 
which is so funny because of how much they actually rely on their emotions. Like, how are you supposed to feel other people's emotions and reach out, but have be so, uh, I hate that. I rather I like, think it's more having control and being attuned to your emotions than, do you know a good way to bring control? Having outbursts and learning in those moments. For some people, I'll admit, I feel like having an outburst and like, hey, you feel this right now? What you need to do is encase that and bring it down. You need to recognize what it feels like to get out of control and learn how to bring the bring the control in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think the idea is to have the outburst stage taken care of before you can accidentally force choke someone to death. <laughs> yeah. They had, hey, they had a good they had a good ten plus years to do that. Yeah. They had a good ten plus years to let him have his outspurt stage, and I don't think they did. But they they told him to they tried to get him to control his anger. Uh, I feel like if we continue on, we're going to go back to our. I know we always keep going back <laughs> to this point because it's the whole cat. It's the it's the catalyst of the whole movie series. It is. Without that, okay. Why anyway. do you even have a movie series? Exactly. Exactly. I like the little clip where they're like someone redid it, and it's like. Luke is all like, what? And Samuel Jackson says the same thing. And then Luke is like, no, I'm sorry. I really can't hear you after just saving the day. And they end up making him a master. I have to go find that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now I understand it. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going back to the Millennium Falcon where they're trying to do what they need to do. Basically, they do a lot of that. But this time, there seems to be something outside the ship. Layla, Leia saw something. And they're going to go fight it off because they don't need that drama. <laughs> I didn't just prepare the ship for something else to rip it apart. Exactly. Anyway, they finally escape and the Millennium Falcon goes off. And we cut back to Luke. And Luke is training. Also, we don't have our usual Rocky type montage. It's much slower and more methodical, meditational, and patience. Which Luke is lacking. Yes, very much so. You know, Luke kind of learns a little bit that Vader was Obi-Wan's apprentice, and he learns a little bit more about the Jedi, and... He knew that Vader was Obi-Wan's apprentice. Ow. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, he did. Anyway, Luke and Yoda come upon this cave, and Yoda's like, hey, you gotta go in there. And so Luke does, and who does he find? Vader. He finds Vader, and they duel it off. And it's zing, 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 zing. Slow zoom. Zing. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a dying zoom. <laughs> yeah, this whole scene's in slow-mo for some reason. Like, duck that. But either way, Luke won. to make it dramatic. Probably. Luke seemed to have won. Rather quickly, too. Yeah, and then he cuts off Vader head. Which, like, huh. Wow. And Seth, not only does he cut off his head, he cuts off his face mask. And what does he see? Well, his face mask kind of melts away. What does he see? His own face. Exactly. So we're thinking maybe not Vader. Something's up. (laughs) Something major. But before we can find out what's up from Yoda, we go to the Imperial Army. One thing that Star Wars love to do. Seems like there's some type of plan going on. Lord Vader 
in the crew scene have caught the Millennial Falcon. And they're chasing after them. Yes. So we, of course, we cut to the Millennial Falcon. God, how many times are there, how many cut scenes are there in one movie? <laughs> I don't want to count that many. I'm, Google it. I, am, I wonder if Google knows. I am knows. content with my kiss cam count, okay? I wonder if Google knows. Maybe. Anyway. But I am content with my kiss cam count. I will leave it at that. Yep. Leia is at four kisses total, three with Luke and one with Han. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, the Million Falcon once again has disappeared. Yes. And this time, the Empire can't track them, which is good for them. Yes. So while the Empire fixes that problem, figure out how to tell Laura Vader of that, we cut back to Luke, who yes. is found his ship. Yes. Kind of sunken in the swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yoda's like telling Luke to concentrate and Luke's like, how the F am I going to get out of here? How am I going to lift this out? Yes, and Yoda's, Yoda's like, hey, you can dude. do it. And Luke's like, no. It's a ship. No, I can't. He tries, quote unquote. And Yoda's like, huh, it's because you don't believe. And Yoda does Yoda things and pulls the ship out with the force. Because Yoda is Yoda and Yoda is awesome. Yes, and he tells Luke, size does not matter. Your muscles do not matter. Yeah. All that matters is... The Force. Exactly. Because you didn't believe in the Force. But yeah. And Luke learns a very valuable lesson. Yes. Anyway, they can... Although, does he truly learn the lesson? That's a good question. They move on. Back to their training, of course. Because Luke is thoroughly impressed at this point. (laughs) We should add. Yes, he, he wants to do that. Yeah, seeing the little green man lift the ship out of the swamp mm-hmm. has impressed the young Jedi Knight. Yes. Um, so now we go, does another cutscene, except not to the Millennial Falcon, but Lord Vader, who just found out they lost their ship. They lost the Millennial Falcon. Um, and we find out a little secret. Secret. I like secrets. You want to know the secret? I want to know the secret. Millennial Falcon didn't disappear. It didn't disappear? No. It's Where is it? Right under Lord Vader's nose. Or on top of his head? I think on top of his head would go better. Yep. And this is where they cut off C3PO because. And Han is talking about a plan that they have to float away with the garbage and to find a safe port. Somewhere near them. And he happens to have a friend who has a mining colony nearby. Yep, and who's that friend by any chance? Lando. Lando? You mean from the solo movie? Yeah, that guy. Hey, Lando. So they make plans to. Because no one's your buddy buddy but the guy that you got a ship from. Exactly, that you want a ship from. So of course they make plans but to. But at least it's fair and square, right? Yeah. I make plans to go. Um, while the millennial, I mean, while the Imperial Army faces off. But uh, as they're leaving, it seems like they're being followed. Yeah, there's a mysterious ship that if you're really paying attention, you might recognize from a few movies ago. <laughs> and there seems to be a bounty hunter on there. <laughs> who you might kind of recognize. He looks a little familiar-ish. 
he should be at least a little bit older than 20, right? Yes. Yes, yep. Anyway, forget them for a second, though. We're going back to Luke. Not important. No. Because cutscene! Luke is training, and he's being so impressive, he even picks up R2-D2 with the Force. Yes. Which, I don't know if R2-D2 is too happy about that. And I'm not sure if he signed his waiver before the nope. thing started. Yep, yep, yep. So it seems that Luke kind of has a premonition. Yeah. And... It doesn't seem to be that good. No, because it's Leia and Han seem to be in trouble. Yes. And so Luke has come to the same... Basically, he's Point. in the same dilemma as his father once was. But before we get to that, we go back to the Millennium Falcon. And they are trying to land. They're having a little trouble, but they finally land and reach Lando. You know, they have a little trouble Thank at first. City. It's a beautiful place. It really is. Uh-huh. But they land. They see Lando. It's it's a happy reunion. Charismatic and smooth talking as ever. <laughs> very, very. He seems to change a little bit, just like Han did mm-hmm. from the last movie. <laughs> Anyway, they uh, give him a walk around, show him where he sits. He seems very interested in Leia. Girl, of course he does. Quite pretty. She's quite quite pretty. Uh, on their way to the room, I guess, that they're taking Leia and Han, C-3PO seems to go missing. One off. As he does. Which, C-3PO, have you not watched the appropriate horror movies? <laughs> Do you not know that you stick with the group at all times? There's Never go into the, the creepy closet or the downstairs area come on c-3po this is basic Basic horror movie 101 basic horror movie etiquettes and you know a lot about etiquettes etiquette etiquettes i can't speak you guys are we surprised (laughs) disappointed yoda is hey you like how i did that i did (laughs) i'm proud of you proud of you i am (laughs) and it seems like Ben believes that Luke is their last hope, but Yoda kind of hints. That there may be another hope out there. Maybe. And of course, we do Star Wars to say, tied one first favorite thing that's tied with fighting. And it's a cut scene. <laughs> Except who did we cut to? We cut to... Cloud City? Yes. Which is a very beautiful city. And we see Han and Leia talking. The ship's Leia's almost... a bit suspicious. Because something's wrong here. The ship's almost done. C-3PO seems to be missing. Yes. And Leia... not that worried about it? Question mark? No. He doesn't trust Lando. Leia doesn't trust Lando. But Lando is still Han's friend. Yes. And they have this little moment. We do another cutscene. But this time, not to Luke, but to Chewbacca. And he seems to be looking for C-3PO and find him. Him-ish. In a junk area? In pieces? In pieces, and it seems the people in that area are like messing with C3PO's head, which well, is quite rude. I think they're playing keep it from the Wookiee. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, he brings uh, Chewbacca ends up getting all the pieces of him and bringing it to Leia, and uh, he explains what happened where he found him. And Lando comes into the room. Perfect timing. Kind of sweet talk Leia a little bit. She doesn't look charmed at all. Nope, but he he tells him, hey, let's go somewhere. We're and invited to have refreshments. Of course. And he kind of looks and he's like, hey, is there anything wrong with your droid? Seems seems to be something wrong. But yeah. of course, Han is like, no, what do you mean? 
Of course not. Nah. He's always in this many pieces. Of course. He's easy to travel with. Of course. Um, on their way to refreshments, Lando talks about how there's a small it's a small operation and you know usually easy to fly into the radar. Yep, no one's gonna the Imperial Army's not gonna find them out. And Lando just actually made a deal, deal to, to ensure that nothing's gonna happen. That the Empire Army is kept out here forever. And he goes to the room for refreshments. And who do we see? Lord Vader. Immediately Han goes to shoot. It doesn't work. If you have a blaster, why not shoot everything in sight? Exactly. It doesn't work. And we found out. No. We found out a little bit from Lando that they landed before them. Yes. And, and Lando may or may not have betrayed Han. Which I personally cannot blame Lando. I'm upset with his choices. But I can't condemn him for his choices. I can't condemn him for his choices. I'm not surprised by his choices. <laughs> you know, it's very hard to stand up to some an oppressor you know i feel like lando was trying to do the best for himself yes and for his little station no he was trying to do the best for himself i'm sure a little bit no you were good with the first part of that sentence okay my opinion it was mostly probably for himself but a little bit probably was for his station too and where he was and just his livelihood but he made a deal he did what he had to do to survive you know Unfortunately, not everyone can be a hero. Some people are cowards. It is what it is. That's life. You know, yeah. you know, if we didn't have cowards, everyone would be a hero. And I don't think anyone would like that. I would. Would you really, though? Can you imagine a world full of Luke Skywalkers? I mean, we'd have a nice fight against the Empire. And then what happens afterwards, though? Then we just have a whole bunch of heroes and everyone thinking they're right. And just, uh, ooh, ooh. That does not sound fun. We need cowards in the world. Cowards help Things like the rebellion keep going. Sometimes, please tell me the societal <laughs> purpose of a coward. Sometimes you do need to go into hiding. Sometimes well, it's heroes, good to, Sometimes how, heroes go into hiding. A hero doesn't necessarily always have to go rushing into battle. Like Luke Skywalker sometimes retreats. Han is considered a hero and he sometimes goes into retreat. I don't know. I feel like though cowards are very they'll find another way besides outright to survive if that makes sense uh spoilers by the way we're talking about the movie um lando was still trying to find a way to help even though he made the deal he just had a he grew a conscience for a second but like cowards will find another way than outright to survive not everyone can just outright go against an oppressor like that especially as big as the empire you know, I guess sometimes the coward's way works. Sometimes we have the little girl who knows the plans to destroy the Death Star. <laughs> sometimes, you know, if the little girl hadn't been a coward and went in hiding, she wouldn't have grew to be that girl who knows the plans and destroys the Death Star. She wasn't a coward. She was a little child. Still, but that's just my example. Okay. Okay. Your example is a child. 
It's just an example of what it could be like. Sometimes you have to take the coward ways out. Okay? Sometimes you do. Sometimes we need cowards to make the world keep spinning. If everyone was a hero, I don't think the world would survive very long. I guess. Anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on. Moving on. We cut to Luke again. He was Ooh. racing off to save Hanalea. We cut back to Chewbacca, mm. who is trying to put C-3PO together because things are gone to shit. Yeah, they're pretty bad at the moment. <laughs> pretty bad? Very bad. Well, then they we... could be worse. Um, I don't know what's worse about torture, which we cut to Han being. Han being tortured by Lord Vader. Yes. And we find out that Solo is going to be, be given taken to Jabba the Hutt. By the bounty hunter. Um, and we see a little deal come through that Leia and Chewbacca can stay in Cloud City and Han goes with the bounty hunter. Yes. And that's all that can happen. Um, we go back to Chewbacca, who's, like I said, building up C-3PO. And we find out that he puts C-3PO on backwards. Yeah, we get a little comedic <laughs> relief with the Chewbacca repair of C-3PO. <laughs> it's very funny. Poor C-3PO. He's having a rough day. Yes, but as he's trying to repair C-3PO, we see Han come through the room who's not feeling well. And apparently the Imperial Army didn't even ask him any questions. Uh, we see Leia being thrown into the room too, and she and Han have a moment together, which she probably gets that from her dad and her mom. Yeah, you know. Yep. These um, things do happen. Yes. Lando comes, he informs him of Lord Vader's plan to drag Luke Skywalker to him and use Han and Leia to as Baka and everyone as bait. And of course, they're not exactly happy about this. No. But Lando, you know, informs him, hey, I've done all that I can. I've got my own problems. Which. Yeah. Sorry, friend. <laughs> which no one's happy about, but at this point, what can I do? I'm kind of captured. Exactly. Um, we see everyone being taken somewhere. Uh, we see, we do a cutscene to Lord Vader, and they're talking about putting Han in a Cryogenic? Cryogenic, yes. And it might kill him, but... But we have to test it out before we have the Emperor's Prize. Exactly. Like, who cares if you kill Solo? And you know what? The Empire will reimburse the Bounty Hunter, whatever. If it does. Yes, exactly. So, after all this, we go back to Luke, who is on his way. Very little way. Uh -huh, uh -huh, Speeding uh -huh. across the galaxy. We go back to Lord Vader! who is there starting up the plan to do the deed. And they succeed. It yeah. seems Han is locked up in cryogenic. Well, first we have a nice little touching moment. We always do. Of Han and Leia kissing. Saying goodbye. They kiss, right? Yes. They do kiss. That's what, five? Yes, Leia's up to five kisses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost neck and neck with Luke and Han. And she says, I love you. And Han says, I know. 
which I absolutely hate. Yeah, like, dude, you're about to die and you're not going to, like, at least let her know you love her back. Well, no, that becomes their thing. Like, I know. Like, they go back and forth or does only Han do it? Only Han. So Leia says, I love you, and Han says, I know. Like, that becomes their thing. And it's embraced, and I just... I don't know. I find it very patronizing, and it makes me very mad. I wish... I know what you mean. It does. It is very patronizing. Like, oh, yeah, of course the woman loves me. Like, of course the woman... Of course you love me. Of course the woman saying, I love you. And Han is just too manly to say... Yeah, like, come on, Han. Just say you love her. Just say it. Just say it. It It's three words. She said it. She said it. You can say it. I believe in you. (laughs) Be a big boy. You're about to die. You're being honorable about it. Look, look, look. Now that's for me. I love you. Oh, Kiki. Oh, my gosh, Amber. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. I know. <laughs> Such a romantic podcast. Ooh, it's how the podcast suddenly turns. <laughs> After this, we just end up watching a whole bunch of romantic Disney movies. <laughs> Dude, my broken heart can't take that right now. Ooh. You made me cry on the podcast. I will never forgive you. Yeah, eventually. Anyway, we go back on being cryogenic. I don't know. He succeeded. And luckily, he's alive. He has a chance, but he's alive. Um. Yeah, so so Lord know. Vader comes to the conclusion. Hey, Leia, Chewbacca, my ship. Yeah. And you know and, that part where I said I was gonna let y'all stay. I lied. Definitely. Lando's a little confused and like, how could you alter the deal? And Darth Vader was like, huh? Really? You're lucky I didn't alter anything further. Goodbye. <laughs> Which Lando really, really, my dude. I mean, what do you expect? Anyway, we see Luke is at the station. Yes. With R2, and he's sneaking around. He's falling right into the trap. Is he? I think so. They want him. Vader wants him. But Lando redeems himself. Mostly. Mostly. And takes back Leia and Chewbacca. Thank God. Mm Mm-hmm. So he helps free them, at least. Mm-hmm. And we see Luke going to go and battle Lord Vader. And of course, they're going back to back because Star Wars loves the chit chat during the fight. Chit chat? Chit chat, the banter. Yeah. In a way. Basically. But yeah. I thought you were referring to the cutscenes, how they go back and forth between the two scenes. I mean, yeah. that too? Yeah. Yes, we do. So we do a lot of bouncing back between Lando Lando and crew and Luke and Vader. Which is Star Wars' favorite. They added their favorite things. Yes. Cutscenes and fighting. We see Solo being put on the bounty. On their ship. Yep. Which, unfortunately, Leia, Chewbacca, and C-3PO and R2-D2 arrive too late and sees them going off. Um, But the main thing in this is um, Luke and what's happening up with Luke. You know, Vader's taunting him and telling him things like, you know, join the dark side. Basically, and Obi-Wan knew. He has a really bad elevator pitch. Like, my dude, 
You can we need to work better. on this. We should workshop it sometime. I know you're busy ruling an empire, but sit down with your PR manager <laughs> and, you know, just work it out sometime. And no, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't need to because apparently Luke doesn't seem as strong as the Emperor thought. And they're going back and forth. Although Luke does kind of get the upper hand. Or does he? So it seems he got the upper hand. Um, but so we cut back to Leia and crew as they make their daring escape. Yep, yep. And we go back to Luke, of course, and they're just basically they're like moving all around and they just keep fighting. And we're just gonna cut to the most important scene as. Of course, there's more banter between Luke and um, Darth Vader. We see he talk about his father. And Luke is like, yeah, Obi-Wan told me what you did. You killed my my father. father. And Darth Vader's like, you fool. I I am your father. father. And Luke is like, of course, no. It's the iconic scene of the... Luke, I am your father, and not Luke, I am your father. The scene's just, I am your father. Um, a little bit before that, though, we see another classic thing happen. That classic thing is another Skywalker loses his hand. Loses his hand. Like, what's up with that? Why are you trying to keep the tradition going? Like father, like son. Yes, that's true. Anyway, they're going. Luke discovers the truth, and you know what? Exactly what you said. Like father, like son, Luke does something dramatic and he falls. Yeah. Down a very dark long. and long hole. Shoot thing. Yeah. Even yeah, he's very dramatic. Probably gets it from Obi Wan and <laughs> Anakin. I'm so Anakin of him. <laughs> we see Luke ends up at the bottom of the ship and he's kinda hanging on and he's almost falling off. And we do another cutscene to Leia, who suddenly is being called for, because Luke is calling for Leia, and Leia... Using the Force. Yes, and Leia is responding. She senses him. Yes. So she turns them around, despite Lando's protesting, but Chewie convinces him that it's not really <laughs> worth arguing about at this point. No, they're turning around again. And so they do. So they get Luke, they bring him to a rebel ship and they get him patched up yeah and he gets an arm it looks like yes he gets a new arm that looks like a hand like an actual hand you know just like good for them we see lord vader of course we got seen the lord vader who is preparing to try to catch the millennial falcon yes. he's, he's really trying his best because at first they're trying to escape from the ship but it seems that the hyperdrive hasn't been fixed. Like, it was supposed to be fixed, question mark, Lando? Question mark, question mark, pair, question mark. <laughs> we see a cute little scene of R2-D2 help. Um, Helping C-3PO. Yep. But then he decides to quit doing that to do more important things like fixing the hyperdrive <laughs> as you <laughs> We see Luke and Darth Vader kind of connect. It's funny because Darth Vader like reaches out and be like, Luke, and Luke's like, father! Which I don't know. That, I don't know. That's kind of funny to me that he doesn't go Vader. Yeah. He immediately like puts the title name with him. Vader's trying to convince Luke to go with him. 
We see Luke question why Ben didn't tell him the truth. Yes, Luke's a little conflicted about that. Yes, he's had a conflict in his life. But hey. Although I don't blame Obi-Wan one bit about that. No, because everyone kept the truth hidden from him. Well, also, that's a bit much. Like, suddenly push on you. Luke. Yeah. Not only are you a Jedi, and we need you to save these people and to rescue this princess and to destroy this Death Star. But did I also mention that your dad's the terrible person who's been terrorizing the galaxy for the past your whole lifetime? Yeah. yeah, how are you doing? Do you need therapy? Yeah, we thought you might. <laughs> Here, talk to C-3PO. He might help. <laughs> C-3PO, the same C-3PO that had his mind wiped? Yeah. And suddenly, next thing they know, they're in hyperdrive. Because R2-D2 fixes today, as he does. As he does. And of course, the Imperial Army doesn't have a tracker on him. On the Millennial Falcon. Of course not, you know? So Vader's a bit mad about them escaping. Wouldn't you be? Yeah, I'd be pretty mad. Um, I don't see how you can walk around that cape and not, like, trip. Yeah. <laughs> I would so fall. Definitely. Maybe he has, like, force balance. Maybe that's a thing. Or he practiced a lot. Probably practiced a lot. Because it's also got to be cumbersome because he doesn't have his own legs anymore. Oh, yeah. They're robotic. It's true. Anyway, we see the millennial, millennium, millennium Falcon escape by once again hiding out with the rebels. With the rebels, they're gonna go find Jabba the Hutt and the bounty hunter and save Han. Yay! And Luke, C three PO, and R two D two are and Leia are all in the med bay of the rogue ship. And they're going to rendezvous on Tatooine. With them to save Han. Yep. And so that's kind of where the movie ends. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. So yeah, that's it. Like I said, I don't like this one. It just did not keep my attention. It's funny to finally come upon the kiss. It's funny the, the likeness of... In attitudes wise, of Luke and what's your call it? Luke and um, Vader. And Although I do find it interesting that Luke's always the one who gets grief for kissing his sister. Does he? And she doesn't? Because she's the one who kissed him. Yeah. Leia's always the one who initiates each of the kisses. Yeah. But Luke's always the one who gets grief for kissing his sister. Hmm. Which it- I find quite ironic. I wonder why. Maybe because he liked her and she didn't really like him, it seemed like. Yeah. She was more humoring it. Okay. Well, I just find it interesting. Sorry that I'm not as supportive as I have been for the other Star Wars movies. This is just not... This one, I just have several flaws with it, I guess. I'm not as into the plot because I don't think there's as much of one. Not really. There's just a lot going on and they're... They're just trying to do one thing after another after another, and it doesn't seem like they have a baseline plot. Like before, the baseline plot was destroy the Death Star. That was the ultimate goal when they yeah. succeeded. What was this one? You know? Try to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't seem like much of a movie to me. 
But, and I don't like Luke's character seems to change a little bit. Yes. So, but maybe that's just like a hidden character trait that comes out. Sometimes you're pushed to those buttons and they were just showing, hey, he can be like his father sometimes. I guess. But if I'm going to complain, why not complain? But I do like the next movie, so I will certainly be fighting Kiki on your behalf next time. Yeah, so, so don't uh, worry. I'm gearing up for the next battle. So we're gonna go and watch number six. Someone save me. Oh. No. We're gonna do it. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Whether I want to or not. Let's see if this one can keep my attention. I think you will. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Hope mm-hmm. you enjoy it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, bye. Bye bye.